Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Peace Family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. Two thousand and twenty one will be a very dangerous year, and I don't want anybody to play with it. Two thousand and twenty was a surprise year. It hit us with a lot of stuff that was going on. You understand me? Um, it hit us with a lot of pain. You understand me? It hit us with a lot of surprises that nobody could have anticipated, and that's okay, right? We're not supposed to always know everything. Matter of fact, part of life is the fact that. We are always seeking and learning and trying to know things. But there's a way which you can start to observe the world and the world around you is always giving you clues to what will be next, right? And the reason I brought up George Washington, because if you understand his family ties to America um, and you understood how he got his beginnings, then you'll understand that everything that they've done thus far is to maintain control, power, and rulership so that European ideology and institution maintains itself, right? And so George Washington was the first president. Donald Trump was the 45th president. Now, you have to understand that everything in reality coincides with mathematics, right? Mathematics is the language of reality, right? And when one observes the number, they get to a higher point of understanding things around them at all times. What ushered in the new paradigm for us and our generation was 9-11, the September attacks that happened, right? Now, how does that correlate with what's happening today? During that time, there was um, the same thing that you're seeing today. There was white terrorism before that, right? You had Timothy McVeigh blowing up buildings, right? White men were spread across the news channels as the terrorists of the hour, right? The children, right? The white men of the new generation was rebelling against the structure of government and policy that was in place. Um, And this started at, um, that you can trace back. Like I like to trace it back to what happened in the Waco incident, which was something that happened Uh, April 19th and during that time you had Timothy McVeigh who was watching in the wings and he's seen the government devour his own children right they murdered the children um, because number one the Waco incident showing that showed the people um, of white families that were basically living off the grid right and living off the grid basically mean that they were living in private they weren't following the rules of the government they were living outside the structure so the government decided that we can't have these things happen we can't allow that ideology to spread because if we don't have control and rulership over it then this is a threat to our foundation right in america and so they decided that they were going to um stall them out and they end up murdering women children men alike right it was a devastating event and it was all on the government hands and timothy mcveigh was sitting there watching it the whole time and he was appalled by what his government had done he felt like they had too much power too much control so he decided to become a terrorist he decided that he at first he joined the militia the same sort of militias that you actually see out there Um, And the same sort of militias that we've seen during this time of Donald Trump's presidency 
was actually one of the militias that he was a part of, right? Now, after he did that incident, they end up having to disband because they couldn't have such close connections to terrorism, right? Some people really didn't agree with what he did. Now, one of the things that he said, they said, listen, man, you killed 19 children when he went and had and bombed a federal building to try to send a message to America. Now, tomorrow, you have troops lined outside, right? Federal troops, right, that work for this corporation in the United States. That's the security. That's the army. They're not looking for outside forces because Donald Trump was one of the first presidents in decades to start no new wars. So they're not worried about outside security threats. They're worried about inside security threats. Right? And these inside security threats are their own children. These inside security threats are people from the inside. These are white people. These are this is a civil war, right? Now, the news is not going to give you the truth of reality and, and how it's coincided and may not even tell you the truth on how much power that this orange man actually has. Donald Trump happens to be one of the single most powerful people um, in the world um, and the fact that he has so much influence and power, right, as an individual, as an idea that if, people, that if any white man have had in America... As an idea, he is the king of his people. The king of his people. You understand me? And he wants to rule with an iron fist. And he has. Now, him being the 45th president, of course, me being 19 keys, I always break that down. You know, you add up numbers, right? Four plus five equals nine. So you had the first president, George Washington, where he said that he didn't want to be king. He wanted to create institutional power. So they created the Constitution. So everybody and everything on in, in America's governing system falls under their power and they can maintain power forever. That their thoughts, their ideas that they came together and put on a piece of paper will rule over the people forever. And the people will be mere property and slaves of their constitution of thought. Their thinking, their ideas, their values, their values, their principles. So therefore, they can maintain the principles of the institution that comes out their family forever. So as we see fighting from left wing and right wing, we see fighting from governors and Congress and all of these different people. They still work for the same institution of power that needs to maintain rule. So as long as the Constitution itself is not being threatened, then the power is fine. Right now, the dangerous thing is that this thing that they call the Constitution is what gives America every bit and every last stroke of its power. Right. The dangerous thing is that thing is up for interpretation. That thing has been, you know, put to the test. And this particular government is not running off that Constitution 100 percent. And what they want to do t today is they want to impeach this man. And take him through trial so he can never hold a government office again. Now, a man that has that kind of power, that's a dangerous move to play. That's an act of war against Donald Trump saying that, listen, what they're doing is two combined things. They want to make sure that in the next four years that the Trump supporters don't grow larger. Because everything that Joe Biden does will be put in front of the public and he can utilize that as fire to spark off whatever he wants to, right? Now, as he continues to have um, power over his constituents because they ran the numbers and his polling is about the same that it's always been since he's been in office, right? So he hasn't lost a step. He hasn't lost a step. Now, what happens if they put him through a trial and they said that they're trying to stop him from getting power ever again when truly that could be considered unconstitutional. Now, these proud boys and these other boys, they want to maintain the, what the founding fathers have created because they think that the new governments that are in power today are corrupt. They believe that they are overstepping and overreaching their power and their bounds. It's fascism, and they believe it's nothing but special interest groups and corporations that run this thing. And it's not back to the core, right? And when people are lost without anything, 
They don't have a job. They're in the middle of a pandemic. They don't trust the government, right? They hold on to core things. As I was watching this documentary called Capitalism, one of the things that people dearly hold on to, of course, is like nationality, I mean, ethnicity, those things become more valuable to people. They have to see themselves some sort of value somewhere, right? So you see ideologies like this become even more emboldened and more rational. Now, as we continue to go upon, we can travel back in time to understand, right, these mindsets that actually come from, and this this what I like to call white patriarchal, right, institutional white patriarchal thought. <clears throat> now, like I said, Donald Trump is the last so-called president still because of the new paradigm that he ushered. He's changed the landscape of the world and politics forever, right? Things will never go back to what they were. There has to be a new regime. How will the Biden administration keep power? Right. How will the Biden administration deal with the unruliness? Right. That's going to come from the people. He is afraid that someone in America that supports Donald Trump today will do something to him while he's in office, which is a completely different threat. Right. But this is not something new. It's almost if you watch the news, you get in the peak into what happened 244 years ago. Right where Ruther B. Hayes was president and they had these issues and he sold out black America in the South, right, during the Reconstruction period. But that's something you got to do your history on. Um, now, you know, it, it, it's dangerous. Or was that how many years ago? Either way, I'm going to move forward on this point. Now, we didn't have TVs back then. They had newspapers back then. But if you go look at the news, it seems crazy, right? It seems that... They're running a psychological operation on the people, a psyop. You understand me? And it's dangerous for anybody to get caught up in believing anything that they see. You understand me? On the news. Now, as I said, I started this off that we're going to talk a little bit about time. And I want y'all to understand something. Um, and I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of something. Now, this comes from um, time being a complex, right? that the ideology and the inception of white dominance come from a position that they take from an aggressive manner, wanting to maintain rule and subject over territory, right? Now, in a, if you listen or you read the book by Michael L. Bradley, I believe is his name, and it's called uh, The Ice Age Inheritance, right? He gives a breakdown of the Cronus Complex, now, this is important. I wrote a book that I haven't published yet, um, and it gives a high-level observation of time for people to understand the exact reality that we're in right now, right? And he introduces this reasoning, right, of why white people, and he's white himself, of why white people behave and act in a manner in which they do. Because since they've been here on this earth a little over 6,000 years ago, they've had one particular conquest that they've wanted to have, and that is power, dominance, rulership, you understand me, and control. Now, I'll read from here as it makes this quick, brief statement. He says, the Cronus Complex, the title of his earlier book, that is that we differ from other species by our conception of time as territory. Now, this gets deep, right? Because in my book, I give a high-level observation called The End of Times. And it gives a calculated breakdown on why this is the end of the white man's rulership and a new time is being ushered in. And a new mind is necessary to usher in this new time. But if you talk about time as a territory and you look at people are predatory over space and time. So an animal is predatory or territorial over space, right? They piss on trees to say, this is my space, right? It hunts in particular spaces during its lifespan, right? Now, right rulership, it looks at time. To, this is my age. This is my time, right? For rulership. My kingdom will rule. In the kingdom, if you look at it, they're always at war because they're fighting over time dominance. I want to rule this time period, 
right? I want to be remembered during this time. You had Bronze Ages. You understand me? You had the Roman era. You had a bunch of different eras in time. The Greeks, right? Their goal was to rule over time. So they start thinking forward, thinking that, listen, if we do things a certain way, we can rule over time. Now, the African psychology steeped themselves heavy in the present, right? So they didn't think of time as something that you dominated because the African psychology was thinking of the now. How do I steep myself in the present? What I want to own and control is this current moment because that's where life exists. But a people who are of an infantile stage, who've seen their beginning and also seen their ending, knowing that they couldn't procreate forever, always having this feeling as if their time is running out from a biological level, thinks in a manner, especially coming from, as he details, the fact that they come from, you know, there's uh, this Ice Age inheritance is talking about this caveman-like thinking, right? Where the cold makes you more aggressive, you understand me? To where you're not in the hot summer, that's not where you dominate, right? To where you're more warm, you're more chill, you're more relaxed. That creates two different types of thinking. Cold makes a person automatically think survival, right? You have to constantly think ahead. I need to survive. I need to get this, that, or the third. And so there's a reasoning why most people in the world do not understand the reality of a person or a people who are by nature different from us. So as Martin Luther King had a dream to integrate, he didn't realize he was integrating two different natures of people together, right? And when one people have a nature to dominate the other, right, then there can never be peace. The only way there could ever be peace is through balance, right? There cannot be peace through dominance, right? The only way there can be peace is man and woman ruling aside each other. But as we learn in 2019, 119, um, they had to do what? A woman's march. Because the woman in the world wanted to rise. The 19th Amendment of the Constitution, what? Had to give women their rights. Had to give women, the 19th uh, Amendment had to give women their rights to vote. Because white men, even after giving black people their rights, they still did not want to give their own woman their rights to vote. Now, I'm going to go into that. A little bit as well because the father of psychology Freud Freud didn't believe in the spirit right white psychology did not believe in the spirit they went over to Kemet and they seen that black people would measure the spirit the immaterial reality but the white man didn't believe in the immaterial reality as such so he took that model and he created psychology the study of the mind right the brain the complex systems of thought reasoning and rationality right and so Freud, in his own mythology, I'm going to read this real quick because this gives a breakdown of Freud's mythology. And as it pertains specifically to what they call this Cronus complex, and I'm going to give you a breakdown to understand exactly um, why it has been the white man's time and why it is now the end of the white man's time. So it says Freud's own mythology, in effect, involves a boy's passage via the Oedipus and castration complexes from primitive to civilized subjectively. Women, on the other hand, are struck in pre-civilized world. They are already castrated and find a subjective future only in having a baby. A boy baby can represent what they must imagine they have been deprived of. Right, so it gives this breakdown that and Freud model of psychology is there's this castration complex that white men have right over the younger generation, castrating them mentally and sometimes physically to strip them of the power that can threaten the top society, that can threaten the father. The father fears the son. You understand me? That one day the son would dethrone him. Right. So they have this castration complex, but believing that in their world, a woman is already castrated because she can't take the place of a man. She doesn't have the phallus, right? So giving her value can only happen 
by her taking in what the man has and producing his seed, but not just any seed, producing the seed of a boy. And the boy being a representation of who she could never be, a symbol, right? Now, this is important today. Donald Trump got into office, how? He beat a white woman, and even white women didn't vote for her. This is how this happened. This happened from a white man and a white woman going head to head for the highest office to change their world. You understand me? And white men were never ready for that. They said, no, not going to happen. Now, after that, we've seen the effect of many things happen. The Me Too movement. We've seen all kind of white men in power get taken down. We've seen women have a rise, right, as never before seen in American history before and throughout the world. The women's movement is rising and growing. And that is a testament to the fight against white patriarchal rule and trying to find value beyond their ability to produce a baby boy because they grow up in a dominated paradigm. So I'm gonna go a little deeper into it. <clears throat> I hope y'all, if y'all following me, press one. You understand me? I hope I ain't losing y'all. I hope I'm giving y'all a good breakdown today, right? I'll give a, you know, a fuller, deeper breakdown of my book as I break these things down. So <clears throat> it says, psychologically speaking, the Cronus complex reflects the father unconscious hostility and rivalry in relation to his sons and his unconscious wish to castrate, humiliate, and annihilate them. The psychoanalysis of war. So now we go a little deeper into history, right? As we dive a little deeper into history, we can go into what they call father time. This is considered father time, right? Now this is considered Cronus. So in Greek mythology, Cronus feared his children. You understand me? So he ate them. But he didn't get to eat all of them in the mythology. In one of them, his mother replaced the baby with a rock. So instead, he swallowed the rock instead of eating the child, right? And then that child grew up to destroy their father, the one that was trying to destroy all his own children. And it represents this Cronus, Cronus, this God, right? It represents the war between generations, the old and the young, right? You got to study to, you got to study to understand the reality of the people that you're dealing with on a daily basis, as most of you all think that you know, but in reality, you don't know, Right? Now, there's two Cronus, not to be confused with each other. There was also a Cronus who's by the name is Father Time, right? This is Cronus of Father Time, of the seasons. He's seen carrying a Sith. This Sith is that thing that he has in his hand, right? You have Cronus, which is known as Saturn, right? So when you talk about Saturday, that's Cronus, right? King of the Titans, right? Cronus was symbol was the sickle. He used a sickle to mortally wound his father, Oranus. He was the father to the Olympians, which he ate because there was a prophecy that his children would dethrone him. Right? So that's father time. Father time is seen. So, so there's two different ones. So that was the God story I told you about. <laughs> and why do they always use Cronus. Why does it always go back to this complex of Cronus throughout time as they explain their mindset, as they explain the way that they think? I'm going to give y'all a breakdown. We're going to go a little deeper into understanding this, right? <clears throat> so that's Cronus, father time. You understand me? He's usually seen as bearded white man. You understand me? Controlling time throughout history. You understand me? Ravaging, eating his own children. Devils. Now, the important aspect of this. So let's go back to the conversation about time period so we can understand the time that we're in and the relationship that we have with this time period that we're currently in. 
And let me plug on my phone so it doesn't die. So, number one, what is time, though? Time is a dimension, right? Um, time is considered the fourth dimension, right? Time is considered, you know, um, the measurement of motion, right? That's, when everything stands still, there's no time, right? When things are in motion, then there are time. If you look at human beings across the planet, then you see people all in motion all across the world. But what controls that motion? Their thoughts, right? But what control their thoughts? Now, this is where it starts to get deeper. So if you indoctrinate a person and you tell them what to think, then you control the circumference of their activity if you control the diameter of their knowledge. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he broke that down. So if I have you going to my school, if I give you the knowledge of your own thinking, then I control your activities. I control your habits. I control where you move. Right? If y'all want to go to the Bible, they say that the devil was one of the fallen angels. I look at angels as like angles. Angles are the measurement of dimensions. You understand me? Dimension of time. They say, you know, uh, uh, um. As we go a little deeper into this, to control the thinking human being dictates moves, that means that you control their time. So what did a, a, a white man do? They decided that they wanted to control time by creating calendars, right? They wanted to control time creating watches and things of that nature. So they had to get an instrument of time, a chronon of time. You work a nine to five. They tell you that you're supposed to retire in 50, 60 years or whatever, right? A multitude of different things. So effectively, they control the black mind's time because they control what goes into the mind. If you control the media, you control the time, you control the moves that a person make, right? So the reason that the black man born and, and, and the reason that they hate you is because you born with so much time. You born with so much on your mind and so much within your body. Fecundity. The white man cannot reproduce as much. When he met the black man and seen him swinging, you understand me, and, and, and seen that he was hung and he was out there producing all of these babies, living his life, and, and he seen the measurement of man that he had to compare to, it created an insecurity, right? He knew that he had to do something in order to control time. He knew that he had to go to war to control time because at that point, he did not have the ability to um, deceptively control the people. He was a liar, deceitful, you understand me? But they wore so much to control. And then they realized that, you know, war is a very expended energy. In America, they're constantly staying at war to distract the people. But the way that they keep people slaves is not physically... Now they kept people slaves by institutional power, by saying that, yes, you can go free under my rules. So in 1865, June 10th, June 19th, they say black people officially free, but under my rules. So wait a minute, am I free or do I got to follow your rules? Because if you don't follow my rules, you're going to figure out exactly how not free you are by going into my legal slavery. My legal slavery is my prison system. Not only that, we're going to systematically set up the reality of rules that we set up for you to make sure. To make sure that a, a large percentage of you all end up going to jail anyway. We create crack. Send it to America, utilizing our Central Intelligence Agency in coalition with the president, Ronald Reagan, right? And after such conditions, the prison rate goes up exponentially. More black men are in prison. But we still fail to see the mind and the workings of these devils because as the black man starts to move and improve, he understands that he got to slow you down. And I'm specifically speaking on a black man for a reason. 
Because the white man sees the black man as his mortal enemy. He sees him as the original, not his replacement. Sees him as better. Donald Trump was born out of the hatred of Obama. Even though Obama worked for institutional white family rulership. The insecurities in the DNA of white men, the Neanderthal DNA, made them aggressive, made them hate, made them want to kill. Donald Trump exploited the reality of that situation, speaking to the Don Trotten, speaking to those who lost their jobs, speaking to those who had nothing else to cling on to but their nationality. And he knew that it was the perfect time for him to foster in his regime. For it to be Donald Trump's time. <laughs> and it surely is right for now so the word cronus the word cronus is important and it's interesting as we break it down right a chronon just like cronus is an increment of time right an increment of time and that goes to this theory that time you know at some point um stops Right, that it can be broken down in these increments, right? Like energy can be broken down into joules of, of, of energy, increments of time. And then there's a word that's similar to that called kairos, right? Meaning the opportune time, right? Now, if you study the mathematics of the white man's world, then you understand. And you understand the reality of everything that happens, right? So September 11th, they said it was 19 hijackers, right? That went into, um, took over these planes and things of that nature and destroyed these buildings that represented these two large phallus symbols. Now, these two large phallus symbols of America, the largest towers in America, the World Trade Center, right? Burning. So then you see the emergency of the white man's world being set on fire for the first time. Pearl Harbor looked like, you know, a picnic in comparison to the reality of what happened during that day. Right? Now, America decided that they wanted to create some wars. They wanted to create a different enemy than the in-house fighting that they had with each other because that's what was happening. So the symbolic nature of what happened on 9-11 was the, the, the attack of patriarchal phallus symbol of the white man's world being on fire, literally. It being an emergency. 9-11 is an emergency number that was instituted under President Johnson, and he had a commission of 19 people to put it together. Right? So that's their emergency number that they utilize over and over and over. Now, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan broke down that that number 19, when that one is next to the nine, it represents the woman, right? It has a representation of the woman. He said that in front of 2 million black men. He said that um, October 16th, 1995. He said that these two statues behind me, right here on the Washington steps, these monuments represent the third president and the 16th president. And both of them are 19 feet high. And said he said that when that one is next to the nine, there's a secret to be revealed. And he said that 16 plus three equals 19. And he was given a mathematical codex and breakdown of America's secrets. And he said that right here on the steps in Jamestown Shores or something of that nature, he broke down. He said that history writes that slaves were being sold right here. Being sold right here on these steps and it representing the Masonic rituals of the black body. Now, there's a documentary I would love for each and every one of you all to go watch. And it's on Netflix and it's called Capital. It's in French. But they give a breakdown of capitalist society. And they give a breakdown on how America, how the average white man could have so much opportunity in America. Because he could go into America at a point in time to where, let's say his family and him can go get a plot of land right get into the cotton industry and start booming and at the time they didn't have machines so he would have to get him and his children would have to work the fields but he also had another option he could go to the slave trades buy him a slave 
create him a plantation and this one man can have exponential profits because he did not have to pay any of his workers. So his slaves were the one who started to produce his riches for him. Then if he wanted to grow that, right? If he wanted to go buy other things, he could utilize his slaves as credit because they were his collateral. So let's say I got 20 strong slaves, then they become my credit in the banks, right? I can get me a loan. So black men and women were the first systems. They were systems of credit in America on which white men literally built their legacies, their white family legacies in America off of. White wealth was built on black backs. That's why I say that it's the black body that powers white supremacy. And then when they got us out of slavery, so-called the physical endurance of it, they put us into a mental bondage controlling us so that we still have our brightest young men. We see him 16. He's a genius. And the institution that is historically owned by a white family hires that boy's mind and have them working for that institution to power them up so that they can be the leaders in industry and innovation for the next years to come. They become stock for the corporation. And we get so happy because the smartest ones of us are working nice jobs, have a nice degree of knowledge given to them by the white man, castrating them away from their own culture, making them useless to their own people. Then we adopted some of their same markers of thinking, right? And we start fighting against generations. See now, when we understand time, time has a relationship based on what we feel. We feel time. We feel like too much time is, uh, went by. We feel like time is moving too slow. So we feel time. That's our relationship with it. Right? But then we measure time based on clocks. We measure time based on calendars. But time was also once measured based on the moon, not just the sun. That was instituted through Julius Caesar and the Roman Catholic Church through a papal bull, which was ways that they was able to get things to go and become world, uh, uh, worldly implemented. So they implemented their own time system and got everybody else to go along with it. How the hell did they have that much power? Because they had conquest and control over the whole world. Now it seems that time is speeding up. It seems that time is getting to an expiration. If you watch the movie Capital, you see where all of these things have happened throughout time and economies, right? You have these um, crashes. Sometimes you have, you have like the flu, the pandemic, right? Um, you have these race wars. You have these trade wars where new government is spiking. Everything is happening right now except an external war. The war that we have right now is an internal one. Because it's currently the war of the young Titans against the Olympians. And as I broke that down, the Olympians, the father God against the young gods. But the white gods fighting against each other. A civil war that is going on. The Robert E. Lee's against the George Washington's. You understand me? And Donald Trump has represented, right? The son coming to dethrone his father. So there's a lot of fear in the streets. But see, the black man looks back and he says that y'all want me to condemn the reality of politics, but I'm just an observer of what's happening in y'all world because that's not my world. I didn't build it, not my thoughts, not my constitution, not my Congress. I didn't build it. I'm just an observer. And I'm an immortal. I'm the original. I'm never going to die. Black people in America don't realize and black people around the world that we are immortal people. That regardless of what comes and what falls, we can be patient as we build our own because we will live through it all. We have lived through it all. We've lived through way more than 6,000 years. We've lived through way more than this. Way more. This is a blimp in time in comparison to our experience here on earth. But we don't connect ourselves from, to our story. We connect ourselves to his story. His story happens when he started to document his time on earth. 
not our time on earth. But we've been here all. We ain't got no beginning, no ending. Can't find the beginning of the black man and woman. How you going to do it? You going to utilize their mind through their science to try to filter and figure out your history? They can't tell you how long we've been here because they haven't been here long enough to figure it out. That's something that we must understand. The time that we take now, as their world falls, as things get dangerous outside, that it reaches this peak, this cataclysmic peak. This gatiam demarang is this, this word that for like an apocalypse, but an apocalypse is a, a root word meaning the uncovering, right? The uncovering and the end of time in the way that we know it. So I'm going to finish reading this and then I'm going to get out of here. It says that this is where we differ from other species by our conception of time as a territory. Animals, of course, have territories that are spatial. I define space as a set of coordinates that are randomly accessible. Right? You can go back and forth from one point to another. Time is sequential about causation and where we can't go back to already past points. Right? This animals can't comprehend. If you think of it, they really do not think in terms of time. They, with their instincts, are totally in the here and now. See, I'm going to give a breakdown on that because he speaks upon animals only concepting time as the here and now. And we're born as babies only concepting time as the here and now. Right? And spirituality is steeped in the here and now. But Freud, the father of psychology, looks at this as an animalistic way of thinking and living, behaving and feeling. Right? Something happens and they instinctively react. They do have memory, including things learned from stimulus response, but they do not have the ability to preserve the past or plan for the future. Man has institutions. Come on, it get deep. As he talk about animals, you can think about that as an analogy and correlation for him talking about black people. Man has institutions like burial and religion, which is past, present communication, where writing is a present, future communication, right? So he documents to communicate future power. So just like with spatial territory, we brought with us into the new dimension means of asserting and defending our territory. Mm. This rights away reminds me of conservative Christians, Paul Mex on the downfall of America, or even the West or white race in general. Clearly, they are defending their territory from the past, right? They see as being taken from them in the present and the future. So in territorialism actually ends up holding back future progress where we feel threatened by the future. So man is a biological creature attempting to inhabit an environment that is non-biological. This is the paradox of human existence. So essentially, he gives his crazy breakdown of the white man's wanting to control the territories of the past, the present, and the future. We've seen him rewrite history, claim history that isn't his, right? Lie about things that have happened. Rewriting history, taking in claim of history, knowing that it's not his, insecure about the fact that it's not his, wanting to control the past, the present, and the future. And he does it through what his institutions, what are his institutions? The banks, the colleges, mm, the government, family. These are his institutions and his mechanisms, his tools, writing. And he utilizes writing to project his future plans of control, power, rulership, and dominance. In his past writing, the Constitution is what has held the greatest nation that he's ever built up. The United States of America's corporation. Now, today, here we are as an infinite, immortal people in an unjust world, hoping and working to give freedom, justice, and equality. Hoping that if we abide by the rules of their institution, then at some point in time, 
we can control our present. But there was some statements in there that were made. There are books that control the world, the Bibles, the Quran, the Torahs, the Constitutions. The writings control the word, the world, the word. So we have to understand what time that we are in right now and the tools that we have that will allow us to supersede the time and for us to take our time right now as it exists. Time is a continuous moment in existence. And if we look at the world as being dominated by those who control the minds of the people, if we control the thoughts, the media, we have power. Marcus Garvey, uh, Frederick Douglass, Elijah Muhammad all had their own media. That's why they were able to have institution. That's why they were able to have power. So the way you utilize your platform, your media, the things that you feed into your mind will control the diameter of your thinking. It will control who you are. And it will let you know whether you're writing his story or you're writing our story. Racial consciousness is a construct that has been lended to us by white patriarchal intellect. When they started creating all these tectonic theories and that some people that emerged from this place were better than people that emerged from this place. Then they started creating all of these false equivalents to one race being superior than another. Then they started to create the hematic prophecies that lied and said that white people came from certain parts and they were better because they were original people, only to find out that that was a lie. They started to try to take the territory of the past and conquer it. And now here we are in 2021 where we have the Internet. We have an operation to where black people have the ability. No, see, here's the most dangerous thing. I see somebody said, I'm writing her story. You don't write her story. You write our story. See, individualism is corruption against the institution of the black order. It's not about her story. It's not about his story. Those are still two constructs of white patriarchal intellect fighting against an oppressive system. That's not how we were made. We weren't made to rule over each other. We were made to rule with each other. We write our story. Now, if you want to separate from our story, then write it away from us. But it is about unity. So when we're speaking about the bonds that we must have with each other, the self-governing system that we must create, the ability for us to be able to flow through time, building together, creating our own world order through the values, the principles, the mission and the vision that we have together, then that's the time that we take. Right? But we have to do away with white matriarchal intellect and white patriarchal intellect because neither one of us will serve us. So why do we create the black world order? Because we want to reinstitute our time here on earth. Our motto is we creating our own world. We are creating our own world. It's beautiful. The time that we live in. The dangers that we face are clear. They're outside and they're in abundance. Today marks the last day Donald Trump's presidency. But what does it mark for how we preside over ourselves? Do we fall under a new regime of white rulership? Or do we fall under a new rule of black rulership? Black meaning mind. Don't get caught up in anything else. I know what you think you meant, but there is a reason for language and time are very important concepts that we must control in our programming because the way that they divided the people was through language. The way they divide the people is through language. So the solution, as my brother have, is, and, and this is a mission statement that we're thinking about for the BWO, 
a higher level of organization committed to creating change, giving ownership, wealth, and power to original people through education and access. We are the solution. The things that we create and what we build. So as we watch one world crumble, we must be building our own. As one time goes out, a new time must come in. Every level of consciousness comes with a new language. This is the higher level of consciousness today. The most radical thing you could ever do is take back your time. You want to know what we're doing in a BWO? Join us. Because our goal is to get as many people off the slave ship of the white man's time as possible and put them on their own time. Give you the skill sets to put you on your own time. Give you the knowledge to put you on your own time. Give you the mindset to put you on your own time. Give you the planning, the blueprinting, the education, the mentorship, the coaching to put you on your own time. Give you the access and the education that you need in order to build your own world. Outside their institutions. I want to be very clear. If you don't decide that you want to rule your time, then you will continue to be a slave of someone else that rules your mind. I'm going to end this off. And I want y'all to understand. I'm going to sponsor the next 100 people that want to get into the BWO at half off for an entire year membership that give you access to everything in the BWO world and network. Once you find out the amount of things that we're producing from our own currencies to our own IPO, believe me, you would have not wanted to miss out on this time. This is the Kairos, the opportune time. But I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. This has been the first 19th transmission of the year. And it may be exactly my last one because the rest of them will be in the vault of the BWO as we continue to teach the mindset of the black world order. Make sure y'all tap in. Get my first book, Paradigm Keys. And get prepared for the next literature that's coming. Peace, family. Love. Light. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. That has been the first transmission of 2021 for the podcast. Make sure that you tap in for the rest of us. If you want to become a partner of the podcast, make sure you reach out at booking the 19 keys at gmail.com. Peace, family. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.